The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch for reviewing of our show homes a brochure or for more information let brb homes take the stress out of your build check out brbhomes.ie millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Big News Coming Soon podcast and this week I'm coming to you live from County Dublin and a few moments ago I put a photo up on my Instagram page of a mug of tea (laughs) and the corner of a tulip and a bit of a garden and my inbox has gone crazy. (laughs) Oh my god you're in Dainty's house, you're in Catherine's house. That's so funny. I'm in Catherine Carton's house otherwise known as Dainty Diaries. How are you? Um, Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me in your house. You're so welcome. I'm you're you're the first man to be in my house in a long, long time. <laughs> well, now <laughs> let me just get comfortable here. <laughs> um, w- let's start with where did dainty dress diaries come from? That started back. I'm gonna say like. 2013-ish so back then you couldn't just be yourself you couldn't be katrincarton.com every blogger had to have a name so you had like your so sumi and you had all of that so you weren't like a name so I remember it was actually a girl called Anya who I worked with and I was like I want to start a blog what like what what would my name be and I was like, at the time I wanted to write about, all I wore was like vintage, like tea dresses and stuff. And I wanted to share kind of a, like a bit of fashion and stuff. And she was, she was like, oh, something about dresses. And I was like, well, I'm short, so it would be petite. 
And then the name Dainty came. And then we put diaries on the end so that we wouldn't constrict ourselves into a box when it came to content. So that's where Dainty Dress Diaries came from. And ha- and have you kind of lost the dress now? Is it? Yeah. Oh, sure. I'm in leggings and all now. I'm in Crocs. I'm in... I'm in uh... You look wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in a dress. Today. No, but I just mean most people now know you as Dainty Diaries. Yeah, so I scrapped... So I actually worked for a fast fashion brand for years and I kind of saw how bad it was. And because I do a lot of, you know, upcycling furniture and I try and kind of encourage people to do that, it was a bit of a conflict, me kind of showing up every week with a fast fashion dress. Mm. Um, So then I leaned away from that and I, me as a person, kind of stopped buying shy basically in dresses and things like that I still love them still get the odd one don't get me wrong but um not at the pace it was and then I was like if I want to create content around fashion it's very hard to do that when it's not fast fashion um so yeah I kind of just dropped that when you were growing up did you have an interest in making things yeah I, I did but do you know what and you're a similar age to me aren't you I'm 38 I'm 35 so school was art on a Friday so creative things like I look at my niece and nephew nowadays and they have the crack in school coming out art is every day and they're doing nature walks and doing all of this when we were at school it was you sit down there now and learn maths and Irish I can recite probably an Irish poem but I can't speak Irish Mm. and art was a treat on a Friday afternoon so it was never encouraged not that it wasn't encouraged it was seen as like a luxury. Art in our school was literally you put a uh, paint on the table and they were given a piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, that yeah. And have at it. Yeah. And it was a break and for the teacher probably more than the yeah. pupil. But do you remember? I don't know if you've got to do it. Uh, junior and senior infants. There was a Wendy house in the play, in the classroom, and it was full of toys. And you had ten minutes before school started to play in the Wendy house. But they got you so hyper, and then it was like sit down. And stare and colour right and I was like, you went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I would have been. I would have been uh, making Barbie houses. There was shoeboxes. It was very much like you had to use your imagination with things. And I think that's like we were all I wanted as a kid was like a Sylvanian family's um fancy house and whatever and we like I don't come from money at all but none of us did in the 80s and uh, you would have to like make a shoebox and use your imagination you didn't just get handed the Sylvanian everything everything in our school was made out of egg cartons yeah it was like bring in egg cartons and we'll make something bring in toilet rolls and cans (laughs) and we'll make some toilet rolls egg cartons and milk bottles but you know what I won't knock that because I think that's where a lot of kind of ideas come from is when you have to kind of use your, you're given something and you have to make it nice. I like how your brain has to think. Mm. Does that make sense? You're not just handed it. I first came across you when you shared a video of mine or or something. What was it again? It was the bed sheet. Oh, yes. But you Um, had... Didn't you burn a bed sheet? Yes, I put a bed sheet into the dryer for about a week and a half and <laughs> nearly set the house on fire. And I came home and I was like, what's that smell? It's like a smell of burning. You could have burnt the house down. And I opened the dryer and literally my bed sheet was sparking like. Yeah. And I don't know, was it a cheap bed sheet or did I just have it on a high heat for two hours? 
But I went then and I did a story on it and I said, look, I'm after nearly burning my bed sheet. Did someone then, send my reel to you? That's what I was thinking, how you might have come across it. Did someone send it to it. you? That's it. Now I have it. Now I have yeah. it. You turned a bed sheet I into a dress. I turned like a pillowcase thing that I had and the it was the I bought it it was the wrong size for the bed um got all Zara home and the <laughs> European measurements and I was like but I absolutely love this fabric and I turned it into like a little uh night dressy now thing. I have it yes yeah so I went on my story saying that this was a hazard and actually when I did that it kind of went viral people were like oh uh, influencer warns of uh, fire, Daily Mail <laughs> Fire mishaps And I was like wow um, That's so funny Yeah And then I started getting Like a bit of a backlash Over it like You idiot Of course they're going to go on fire But oh, Well now in fairness I, I wouldn't have To be honest with you 80% of people said I never knew that was possible Yeah I didn't think so either And then obviously Yeah the, now I have it Somebody sent me your video Where you turned a pillowcase Into into something lovely And then I went And I cut this bed sheet up And turned it into a <laughs> Uh, it looks like a Viking-esque And would you believe A lot of people think I'm gay anyway But when I did that video I got more people asking me Am I gay? Because <laughs> you sewed something <laughs> Than ever before And all I did oh. was cut a sheet in half And wrap it around me And they thought I had created some sort oh. of fancy shirt And they're like Oh yeah, he's definitely gay that's Definitely. so funny. And then people are ruthless online. I shared, I shared it, and I tagged you, didn't I? I said that it was inspired by you, or I you had my clip in it. I, oh, I should have watched it before I came in. You had my I'm clip such a in featherhead. it. And at first, I was like, "Who's this person trolling me?" I thought you were trolling me for all a split right. second okay. because I was like, first of all, it's rare that um, a man follows me." Yeah, so I, my Instagram following will be like 97% females. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw a man followed me and then shared a reel, I was like, is this person trolling me? Oh, <laughs> no. But then I you copped were, that. You were getting the boys. <laughs> I was, I was get- getting the boys in the hood around. <laughs> I was collecting the boys. You were getting so, the boys and heading for mail. Yeah, yeah, I was on that. What is it? Is it N4 N, N uh, to mail? Now? Yeah, yeah. In boys, we're heading to, we're heading to, yeah. we're heading to mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you reshared it then. And then my inbox. I thought it was funny then when I realized what happened with the bed sheet going on fire. I was, right. like, oh, I was like, that's very clever. What I was kind of trolling there. myself, really. Yeah, it was good. So I, you reshared it and then I shared it. And then my inbox went mental with people going, oh my yeah. God, Dainty Diaries and you so would be such a lovely couple. <laughs> and like for a week, there was this campaign for us to start yeah. dating. Did you get that? Um. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Um, Are you just saying that to make me feel me. good? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying to Alan, I have my DMs off, but I still get some. But it was people tagging me then in comments being like, oh my God, you too. Oh, yeah. And I was like, we could just wear our bed sheets out. Together. <laughs> First date wearing two bedsheets. First bed date with, with bed Smell of burning off your man <laughs> over there. <laughs> hey, I think you're on fire. <laughs> but yeah, isn't it mad how people... Do you get a lot of people trying to, like, marry you off? Not so much trying to marry me off. Now, an awful lot of people said uh, that me and you should should start dating. That was mm. the first time where people were kind of going, oh, you two would be perfect together, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was a bit with Classy Cody as well where the whole... She is my ultimate girl crush. She is beautiful. She's, like, unbelievable. Yeah, so we stayed in a hotel in Galway together in a twin room, I might add. Yeah. And she Jesus, the Lovely whole... Leash. Country went bananas. Yeah. yeah. It's shit that 
where you have a good friendship, but you're probably reluctant then to share because of course, yeah, you have people like, sliding yeah. your DMs wanting to know. It's just a pity. I find it quite difficult. If you stay in a twin room with a lad, yeah, you're riding him. Yeah. Or else, oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, you're riding him. And if you're staying in a twin room with a woman, you can't win. You're riding her. And then at the end of the day, you're riding no one. Can we just clarify? There is no riding happening anywhere. Yeah. Will you just calm down? Fell. Will you calm down with the riding? People can just be friends. Do you know? No riding. And then I have good friends that are afraid to go away with me now for a weekend. Yeah, how do you find, so I don't share my friends who are not online. So like my friends who, like I'm going to the pub after this and like if I stopped sharing um, them, if I'm going for a pint with my bestie, um, whereas years ago I used to kind of, you know, tag them and share that I was out and I stopped um, just because I was like, no, they have their nine to five. They don't want any hassle on the internet. And uh, I'm just laughing because there's a cat after it. <laughs> looking at the window oh at you. <laughs> He's not my cat. Um, I'll obviously share, like my girlfriend Karen, she um, like does, you know, the internet and she shares stuff. So I don't mind like tagging. She does the them. internet. She does the internet. She, only she does the Facebook. Oh, all right, just <laughs> <She does>. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely girly bits. Everyone probably follows her. Already. Lovely girly bits. And she's not an OnlyFans page. Right. She doesn't show. Well, I have no interest in following bits. her, so she does the beauty oh but um yeah how do you find the balance between like your offline and your online stuff when it comes to friendships and things? i have yeah so i i think most of my the, all my friends that aren't online know i'm not going to put them up um yeah. but then there's one or two that if you take your phone out of your pocket they jump and they're like oh, okay what's going on why you why what, what are you doing but no, I think they have a good grasp of me now. But I also have one or two friends who are online who don't want me to put them up. Okay, cool. Because, um... You know what, isn't that a kind of thing about, like, consent and stuff and digital stuff? Because yeah. I notice, like, with my niece and nephew and stuff, like, I was doing their room makeovers and things like that. And, like, I'm very, you know, consent. What can I show? I try and hide the face. Mm. Don't show school uniforms, things like that. I'm very sketchy in how I share them, especially as they're getting older. Um, but then her mom will be, like, posting pictures on Instagram, <laughs> whereas I'm kind of like, oh, God. Yeah, no one really asks, can I post that picture online? There's no kind of... Just yeah. go for it, isn't it? I have a friend who's a singer, and now he's getting he's like playing at parties mm -hmm. and they're booking him for parties and asking if they can if he can bring me oh okay <laughs> so he's not sharing anymore in case so you get like, commission he's like i'm not even sure if they want me to play or they're just using me to get to you oh yeah <laughs> that's crazy that's funny um so no i i i definitely have boundaries so i don't put my family up same i don't put I don't put any of them up. I would I would talk about them from time to time, but I don't put pictures up. And I, I don't, don't think people mind. I think where people mind is when you go from sharing something to kind of suddenly stopping, whereas I've never kind of shared my, you know, family or yeah. my, if I'm dating anyone or anything like that. So I think if you don't share it, they don't miss it type thing. But people do, I do get a lot of messages being like, why are you single? How are you single? Why are you single? But why? Yeah. Why? Where's there's the catch? There's nothing wrong. Where's the catch? <laughs> there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with the men of Ireland. I oh, just you're gay. I'm probably gay. Definitely. You have and it written all over you. Look at those, look at those crocs. <laughs> look at these crocs. <laughs> you, you have ornaments on your crocs. They're called gibbets. That screams gay. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're in the closet. Yeah, I'm coming out of the closet. <laughs> in in my crocs. Yeah. But do you, but, know the, um, do you know the thing that really annoys me about the whole your gay thing is that that really winds me up. Not because people might think I'm gay. I don't care what people think of me. But because... It's really insulting to you, the gay community if you, though. Yeah, absolutely. And if you yeah. slid into somebody's DMs who's struggling to come out. Yeah. And like maybe they're... Maybe they're Maybe they've made the decision, right, I'm going to try and come out. And then they get a DM going, are you gay? Mm. And you go right back in. And like, I've, I've had this discussion with Paul Quinn um, in one of the seasons of the podcast where he was talking about coming out to his parents. And, you know, that's why I'm always, uh, always telling people, it's not okay to ask no. somebody, And it's are a you real um, schoolyard thing. I feel like that's what, when you're like late 90s schoolyard, that was a slagging that would be thrown around like, oh, you're gay. Yeah. Or you stop. Two of my like two no. of my best friends in the world are, are gay and I know I know better than anyone the struggles that they've yeah. had through their lives. Like it's been it's been absolutely shit. I don't think people think a lot of the time before they kind of shoot from the hip. I think thank God things are gone so laxy daisy now where nobody really cares if you're gay. Yeah. So like I think it's gone so relaxed, thank God, that the majority of people are just like, Oh sure, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're gay. But it's gone it's gone too relaxed now where people are are asking you inappropriately yeah you know there's still a struggle there there's still a struggle to come out it's like i see that a lot with um like some of my friends who you know are in relationships and people will be like so when are you gonna have a child or when are you gonna get married that's a tough one that just remove those converts remove that out of your vocabulary Mm. stop asking that stuff i was talking to a girl yesterday who was um advised to somebody advised her to freeze her eggs like somebody just said oh um, you need my to, eggs are like you need to be stale free- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, you have a bug hotel on your i have like, a bug hotel but my eggs are stale <laughs> oh, cobwebs oh, oh my god serious cobwebs but no um, but like this is another inappropriate conversation yeah. You know, this woman with two kids telling another woman, oh, you need to be freezing those eggs, I girl. had a woman say to me when I was, I was in my, like, I think it was about 26, 27, and I was at a craft fair. And my boyfriend at the time, it wasn't a great relationship. And she said, oh my God, you, you guys need to stop making these uh, craft things and get cracking and start making kids. And I was like, if only you knew the absolute shit I could not bring a child into this relationship and you've just flippantly as a stranger said you should and she just you you just do not know what's going on behind absolutely a craft table (laughs) yeah and it's totally inappropriate but I think I do think a lot of people when they say oh like what's wrong with the men or what's wrong with you that you're single I don't think they actually mean a lot of maliciousness I think it's a phrase that's said and a genuine maybe curiosity like Maybe I have smelly feet. Do my crocs smell? <laughs> no. There's no. There's no smell here. Have you yet. been sniffing my crocs? <laughs> yeah. No, there's no fear of that. No. <laughs> so I just think if there's any like female listeners, I would love to hear it from a male's perspective. So from a female's perspective with dating apps, and I haven't probably bothered with one easily over a year just not ours i hunt in the wild now <laughs> i hunt in the wild with, i like to sniff them <laughs> with a with a handful of cheddar cheese yeah. <laughs> and i make the noise make come the here no- my friend make the noise there what was the noise you called the robin with that noise do it again 
if you play oh, that, yeah, the, no, the robin will come with that, that a cheddar make, cheese in your hand. That makes me so horny. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like ASMR. <laughs> so, uh, where was I going with that? You oh, yeah, hunting in the wild. You don't go on dating apps, you hunt in the wild. Oh, yeah. So, when I was kind of on dating apps, I noticed the trend of guys in their 30s who were looking for a bit on the side or oh, rampant. So, you, I... The guards need to hire me because I will find out. You know when you see those memes <laughs> and it's like I gave my friend the first name and she found like FBI. She got his whole profile. That's me. And um, I will do a bit, a little bit of digging sometimes if something's off. And I'll find out that they have a wife or a pregnant girlfriend. It's like shocking. And so there's a lot of that on dating apps. And then there's a lot of guys who just, you know, want to ride. That's fair enough. Each to your own. Um and then there is just yeah a lot of lads with mountain pictures and like them oh. standing next to a mountain and i'm like oh i give up and also all these guys who go hiking yeah, I, I go hiking i've never put up a picture <laughs> i do have a mountain Side picture a mountain. <laughs> maybe oh. that's why the apps didn't work for me no i said to my friend nadia and she does she does a lot of hiking she's on like everest base camp right now and i said nadia i'm not being funny all these dating apps with fellas and they're on these hikes. I go hiking all the time. I never see a young fellow up there. Never. It's fake. It's false <laughs> advertisement. So a girl told me once she's allergic to uh, mirror selfies. Oh, okay. Men with mirror selfies. Well, men and mirror selfies, they kind of take them at a weird angle. So I can, to- I can totally get that. Yeah. From flicking through dating apps, I see an awful lot of women with cans. Like cans of beer? Holding up a can, yeah. Like a can of cider? A can of beer or a can of cider or whatever. I love cans. Right, would that be your dating profile? Because I, I don't know if I'd swipe that now, to be honest. And then the <laughs> other thing that lads are challenged with is the majority, and I would say 80%. Spam percent, accounts? No. Huh? There's these, there's these uh, Asian spam accounts. Okay. That I've... So I, I, have, <laughs> I have a podcast coming up on dating apps soon. Um. And I have an app at the moment and I'm trying to get chatting to one of these Asian bot oh, accounts. Oh, okay. Like their AI? I don't know what's going on, but okay. I'm, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. So I won't say too much today, but I am trying to get to the bottom of that. And then the other photos they have, 80% of women are wedding photos. Now, can I just say... Hang on, the woman is married? No, no, no. They're at a wedding. Oh, they're at a wedding. So can I just say, right? Okay. You've spent three days for this photo. There's three days work has gone into this photo between tan yeah. and hair and makeup Wedding's and eyelashes big and prep. Botox and you've had uh, six months on the old uh, sculpting machine there <laughs> and you've been out pounding the road <laughs> and then the date comes. Oh yeah. And you're like, Who, who's that? But isn't it bad how even us talking right now with we're judging guys. So the guy on the mountain pick could be a really, really nice guy in real life. I but am. dating apps have made me... I am a really nice guy. Dating apps <laughs> have made me so uh, judgy. So that you're straight like, swipe, away, swipe me. Straight away you go, mountain pick. No, nope, nope. he's a dose. Well, first of all, I don't want to go up a mountain on a Sunday morning. So that's what I'm thinking. Do you know, or like a fella out jogging i'm like he'll have me up sunday morning when i go over jogging around phoenix park it's just not i'm not about that i'd say 90 percent of people that put hiking down on their profile are liars yeah love love hiking and also i'm afraid to put up my authentic self because you uh, my dating profile is i'm an old age pensioner likes long walks in the woods does loves going to the garden center likes to sew (laughs) i'm like mrs bouquet (laughs) so i'm like i can't tell the boys i like to do that 
Yeah, but wouldn't it be worse if you were out getting pissed every weekend and losing your handbag and losing your shoes and coming home then saying she's had a great night? We know her. She doesn't exist anymore. I have been her. Sometimes I am her. Could be her tonight. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> she's lurking around the whole time. She comes out every now and again. Does she have a name? It's a full moon. Does she have a name? She does. It, I So any of my followers listening to this who has followed me in like the Snapchat days, I used to always share drunk dainty. And it would be, I would come, so garlic cheese chips in the Macari's in Blanche Village. I'd be giving them debt. And uh, I'd go into, I would not vlog in the chipper. Well, I know I would, but it'd be on like Snapchat or stories. And I, I had to stop because... Uh, I just stopped because people would be messing me then and I'd have the fear of the God the next day oh, when yeah. I wake up. The fear is so bad. Yeah, like I delete Instagram off my phone if I go out. You said something there a second ago, I give them the death. Yeah. What does that mean? Just causing a bit of murder in the chipper. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like, I wouldn't be getting arrested or anything like that. You said that in a very, very strong North Dublin accent. You were on the North side now, You said like friend. giving the murder in the <laughs> chipper. It's like what? Yeah, that's that's. that's I'd say you turn into a right bastard in the chipper. Bollocks. A bollocks. Bollocks. I'd say the chipper sees you coming in. I skipped the queue once, right? No, one day (laughs) I I skipped the queue one day because everybody was steaming in the chipper, right? Nobody knew what they wanted, right? So I walked in and it was all these drunk people, and I just said, "I'll have my usual. I'll have a garlic cheese chips. I'll have a salad burger, and I'll have a can of Pepsi tonight, please." And he says, "Get to the back of the queue." I said, "They're half." They don't know what they want. I know what I want. Just give me what I want then. And he refused to save me. And he said, I'm not saving you then. I said, all right. And then left. And uh, I went back the next week and everything was fine. Do you have small woman syndrome? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Jack Russell syndrome. (laughs) Like, like yeah, I'd... Like, like Henry Sellers from uh, Father Ted. How dare they do this to me? How dare they? Yeah. No, I, w- I remember I was in Galway. Galway, I think the fairy. The fairy's possession in Galway, right? I was in Galway once with my friend Joanne. Just before the pandemic, actually. It was the January before it all kicked off. Great night. And do you know the Supermax? I do know the Supermax. On the corner. I know it very well. Too well, We skipped the queue in there as well, right? Right. Murder, but my friend Joanne, she's from Tipperary, right? And uh, you wouldn't mess with Joanne either. So I went in, I said, I have two garlic cheese. No, I got the taco chips. I said, two taco chips, two cokes, skipped the queue, and this big, huge fella. They all start kicking off, and my friend Joanne just goes, Will you leave the little girl alone and let her get her chips <laughs> in a big tip accent? And that was the end of that. I got served, and there was no fighting then. That was the end but, of that. Yeah. She was nearly making you out to be this, like, Special needs person. Yeah, she's like, just like, give the little one our chips and she'll be on her way. <laughs> like, You're a good friend, Joanne, there. You saved me. I was going to get, and especially a dub accent in a Galway chipper at two in the morning. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm going to talk about your house here for a few minutes. Okay, hit me. I came in to the house. Uh, we're in North Dublin, that's all we'll say. West Dublin. West to North. Or is it just... It is North Dublin, but I think they call this West Dublin now because Dublin has expanded. You're actually really close. Do you call this West Dublin because you don't want to call it North Dublin? Because it is North Dublin. Uh, it is North Dublin, yeah. yeah. We're north of the Liffey. 
Are you saying like, <laughs> are you trying to make it sound like you don't Like it's live? posh? Yeah, yeah. This is the posh part of yeah. Blanchard's So town. I came into your housing estate. I'm not going to say where you live, but the first thing I was greeted with was um, three lads taking wheels off a car. <laughs> they are my brothers. <laughs> putting, putting a car up on blocks. <laughs> so I locked the doors, kept coming down to the end of the estate. <laughs> You're at the end of the estate in yeah. this gorgeous bungalow. Yeah. And you're so lucky. I like to call it a cottage. All right. <laughs> it's not a cottage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lovely. It sounds more posh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, let's go with that then. You're in this lovely cottage. Yeah. At the end of the road and you're surrounded by trees. Yeah. And we sat in your back garden for an hour. An hour. All we could hear shy. was birds and yeah. bees. So can't hear any traffic. No, can't hear any buses, sirens. But now, if you wait a bit longer, you will hear sirens. And you, like sometimes they start, it is a quiet. Actually, actually, anyone who's looking for a house and they want to live somewhere quiet, if it's a road with bungalows, they're notorious for being older people. Um, so like downsizers love uh bungalows. So this road, um, not that there's not a lot of fa- there is families on this road, but it's generally it's a hidden gem. Like it's a really quiet. Um, yeah. Doesn't that touch wood never any hassle? Lots of garden center enthusiasts. Yeah, in this row. we do a lot of plant swapping down this end. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. have like a little community cleanup group? No, but like I'd mack into Tommy and hey, John. I gave him a tray of Cosmos the other day. He'll give me a few plants, bit of bit of seed swapping. Yeah. A bit of bartering. A bit of bartering. What is a tray of Cosmos? <laughs> so it is an annual plant. Oh. That I sowed from seed, and if you keep deadheading it, it will flower from May until probably October. And was Tommy Delira? Delira. Was Tommy like, Jesus, <laughs> I always wanted to try a cosmos. And I have some flowers <laughs> as well. So, yeah. Well, you know, from following you, you always have this little bogger inside you. Yeah. Where does the little bogger come from? Have you lived in Dublin all your life? Yeah. Where did you grow up, first of all? Across the field. All right. So like as you kind of drove in, there's like a park, the other side. But this would have, so I, I come from, my mum was a townie and my dad was County Dublin, but I wouldn't call him. So where I am now, you're really close to Kildare and Meath. I'm on the border of the two. But this area got ridiculously built up from like the late 90s. You got the shopping centre and it's like proper, you know, Dublin. But um, my dad would have been County Dublin, but he was a big Dubs fan. But he, I would say he was a bit of a culture. Um, and then my mom was a townie. So there, you put them two things together and you but, get me. But you come on your story sometimes and you're like, um, oh, and you're going really... Going Yeah, you're going west or I might go into town and have a shake. <laughs> where does that go? Like, where does, where does that come from? But And, and it's very often, like, you do it quite I, a lot. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's in me. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know where this is. Maybe it's got. I chat to my friend Joanne like every day, and she's from Tip. Maybe I'm picking up something. Yeah, I don't know. It's nearly a Mayo kind of thing you have. Like it's very West. I don't. I don't, um, I don't think I have any kind of family connections out west. I love going out west, though. I went out west last year to do a bit of book signing, and I just think there is something chaotic about County Clare. And I went to, actually me and Joanne, that time we went, we went to Galway and then we went to Milltown Mabay in Clare. Um, we stayed in, what's that posh hotel? The Spanish Armada. Or yeah, it, yeah, right. So we were staying there and there was no crack. It's not the Spanish Armada, it's just the, Ar- the Armada. Spanish Point Armada. Yeah, okay. So 
we went into the little bar that was in the Armada and I was like, oh, Joanne, shit crack here. We'll be safe. There's a town around here. So we went to the reception. Did you just say it's shit crack? Yeah. In the Armada Hotel? Yeah, shit crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think it is, but I think... Like, is it? I think I know, it's supposed crack. to be an absolutely epic place. I've never been uh, there. For the, it was, maybe, it was the, maybe you picked a bad night. All right. <laughs> so, but to, in their defense, they gave us crack. So I went, we went to the girl in the reception and we said... So we went on Google Maps and said, sure, where's the nearest town? And there was like Lahinch and Milltown. And I said, oh, well, Milltown is closer. But how the fuck do we get there? Because we're in the middle of nowhere. Well, went up to the one in reception. And she says, this is why I, I just love that neck of the woods. She's like, oh, my God, there's an engagement party down in Milltown. Sharon and John, go on, you can go to that. And I was like, I can't just go to someone's engagement party that I don't know. She's like, oh, you can, yeah, down here. And I was like, okay, I said, come here, we want to go down to the town, how do we get there? And she says, I'll call you a taxi. And then she gave us a piece of paper with handwritten taxi numbers on them. One of them was called like Butch, Mark, John, Luke, 12 apostles or something. And I said, Joanne, how, what if we get stranded now? It's a good 12 kilometers walk home on a black road, like be grand so we went to milltown we had an absolute ball it was january the road was not a sinner on it and then you opened the door to the pub and it was like it fucking manic like they were doing a lot of um trad and everything so we were bollocks we went into this pub and it was about half one and oh i think joanne got us i don't drink the red bull and vodka but she handed me one and said that'll keep you going i said keep us going i said i don't know how we're going to get home and uh, we said to your man at the bar, oh, your your mum gave us a list of phone numbers. How can you get us back to the hotel? And he's like, yeah, go on, have your drink. I'll call you. There'll be a minivan coming around now in a bit. And uh, he just gave us a nod and we got into this, like, school bus or something. <laughs> he brings us back. Having the, I was like, where can I get chips? I want chips. And we, uh, anyway, got back. I said, much owe you for that. Thinking, this is going to be 20 quid minimum because if this was Dublin, I'm like, 50 quid. A fiver he charged me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this place is epic. And uh, Did you get your chips? No, I no. went into the Armada then and there was crack at that hour because we walked in thinking we were going to bed and your man, the I wouldn't call him a bouncer on the door, but he was like a... a night porter. Yeah, he ushered us into the bar and there was like a plate of sandwiches. Wow. So... So, well, they went above and beyond anyway, finding yeah. crack for you. Yeah. Yeah. So You'll they, have to come down to Mayo now and do a few adventures with me. I think there'd be carnage. Oh, you'll I have to. I don't think I'd make it back. No, you'll have to come down now. Sure, we'll have the whole place driven demented anyway, people thinking that we're getting married. Yeah. We should go to like a castle or something and... Ashford Castle? Yeah. Well, if you have the money, I have the time. Discount on the wedding. <laughs> There's loads of cool places. No, no, I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you to that now. Come down yeah. for, come down for a couple of nights. You put Mayo on the map now. I have to say, uh, I love Mayo. Cause Mayo, not being bad, everyone goes to Galway, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they kind of either go up or down. Like they'll kind of go to, you know, Clare. Everyone goes to the cliffs of Moher, and our cliffs are twice as big. Better. Yeah, twice as big. Twice I think three male. times. I think three times bigger Jesus. than the cliffs of Moher, and nobody knows. She loves them male cliffs. We have the highest cliffs in Ireland, and everyone says you don't. It's Donegal. It's not. It's male. Jeez. So I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, no, I do. Well, I'm going to hold you to that this summer. Um, let's talk about your book. My book. So, and it's not an ad for the book, but I'm just fascinated by. It's actually my book anniversary. 
Uh, oh. She's out a year now on Friday. A year this Friday? Have you yeah. anything planned? No. <laughs> a book's kind of a... And not that they exhaust you, that's not the term, but a lot of work goes into them. And by the time they make it to the shelf, you are absolutely exhausted. So much happens behind the scenes with books. And I totally understand now how people, you know, it takes a long time to make them. Are you fully self-taught? Yeah, like I, I, I'll go to workshops. Did you see my little stool in the kitchen? Yeah. I made that. The one we camera sitting on it. I'll show you the little wood joints. I made that in woodwork class. Um like two weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that on your wood. page. Yeah, you were making yeah. dovetail joints and Yeah, mortise and tenon, chiseling and all. There's not one screw in that still. Were you the joints. were you the only girl in the course? No, there was uh four of us. And how many fellas? Eight or nine. And mm. I did the best still. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm not one to blow my own trumpet. <laughs> but, but it was toot, the toot. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I've done like, I have done like sewing workshops. And do you know what? It's very hard to find a good craft or trade class kind of in Ireland. Like you kind of either have to do an apprenticeship. I've if, never seen one, yeah. Um, Like there's lots of kind of workshops that people will do. But um very hard to kind of unless you kind of go and study art or something you made a flower pot out of a hendrix gin bottle yeah i'm gonna have to get you to make one out of a cookie gin bottle oh yeah we'll have to the new thing is um vases the glass vases that look um like in the shape of books or something so how did it all come about like first of all you have nearly three hundred thousand subscribers on youtube yeah so like as far as YouTubers in Ireland, you're up there with the best of That's them. That's mad, isn't it? So it all started, it all kicked off. I bought this gaff. All my money went into the deposit. All of the money that I saved up for five years was gone overnight. It was your house deposit. You have to pay the solicitor. I had to pay some other fees. And I'd say I had two grand left when I walked in here. And I was really naive and I didn't realise how much a couch would cost and a kettle and a toaster. Were you working at this stage? Yeah, I was working. And In the uh, fast fashion industry? Yeah, I was a manager and I had an pot to piss in, excuse my language. And I was like, how do people, I see people buying a house and they're putting all these lovely furnishings in. Like, are they, who, did they get like money for it or did they just save? So basically I was like, oh shit, I'm not, I refuse to take out a loan for a couch so I just got lots of second-hand furniture lots of hand-me-downs from friends Irish people we love hand-me-downs and giving people things and looking after them and obviously I had like loads of second-hand furniture and I was like oh but I wanted to look pretty so then I did a couple of like you know upcycling workshops and that's when I would paint them to make them pretty and then that led on to like sewing and I did sewing classes and that led on to like doing wood projects and bigger projects and sure I build a house now <laughs> the house that Jack built yeah exactly the house that uh, master built. of trades no what is it Jack of all Jack trades of, master, master of none but better than uh, something of none isn't it oh, I don't know I didn't know I didn't know there was another line there is another line so would you, could you upholster a couch no but I could make you a decent cushion or a cover for like or a sofa cover I'd give it a bash like yeah yeah um, have you ever tried something and you had to pull away from it and go feck I can't do that 
Mm, I nearly gave up paneling this wall. I did all that paneling last These week. are very fancy walls. These are like something now you'd see in Westport House, sir. Um, I did them last week. Wall paneling. Do you know what? I struggle with the mats and the measurements and the distance between things. And what about these 45 degree angles in the corners? I had, I had to use, I did them. I had to use all of my brain juice to do them. But the thing is, what I love is... <laughs> Your brain juice. <laughs> my brain juice. I only get a limited amount every day. <laughs> I have to use it wisely. Um, but the thing is, it's good to be... Like, when you don't know something, a lot of people will give up and say, oh, I'm not doing it. I secretly love that struggle. And I'm like, I really want to do it and I want to finish it. But I'll have the creative meltdown in the middle. Mm. But I persevere. And it's the feeling at the end. And I'm like, yes. What do you do to get your creative juice back? Is there anything you do? (laughs) Creative juice. Uh, The thing with creativity is it actually grows arms and legs. So the more you do, the more ideas come. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but I, what I do is actually, I step back from online, um, because it's very easy to have like your idea or your opinion swayed by what you see kind of online. So I will go for a walk. I'll go to somewhere that's really pretty. Maybe if it's like a cute cafe or I'll just go somewhere. Hotels have great decor inspiration. Um, but I like to get out and about. That's where I get proper inspiration is out and about and doing. And where do you get your ideas? Like a garden chair shelf. <laughs> like you just cut a chair in half and you take half it to the wall and then put the other half on the ground. Yeah. Where's that idea come from? That's that's fairly obscure now. So, I do you know what? I heard a phrase. I don't want to butcher it. I don't fully know. And it was like, um, the creative adult is the child who survived. And I think creativity is seeing things. So you might see a chair. I see a shelf. It's like taking what you have and just doing it a bit different or something I know I just had a chair and I saw like these chair shelves somewhere I think was in like a garden center garden centers have great displays as well if you ever need some inspo and um yeah I just did it and all the photos in your book you've taken them all yeah I do all my so I ever do a photography course no no wow never done photography I did um I I did an online workshop during the pandemic I think for photography but the thing with a lot of craft is you have to, you get your skill from consistently practicing it. But You're yeah, some woman for one I, woman. Do I you know love that? the, I love the creative end of things as in, like, I love when someone compliments me on, like, if I, excuse me, edited something really nicely on YouTube, because most people will compliment maybe something you've made or something, whatever. I don't think people realize that there's a good 10 hours of editing that's also gone into that and photography as well. So when someone is like, that photography was lovely or that editing was lovely, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> because that is like, that's a huge part of the job that I don't think people... Because even your book cover here, for people that, that haven't seen your book, um, it says... Do you want a funny story about that book cover, actually? I shot that book cover with a tripod um, upstairs in my bedroom. But like behind or so me I'm facing out so there's a radiator and at the time it was full of all my knickers drying and socks <laughs> and I was like if only people knew I'm shooting a book cover but my knickers are on the rad <laughs> <laughs> drying <laughs> I'm like there's nothing glamorous to it at all when I used to think of people having 
book covers and magazine covers like the amount of images I've given to magazines and it's me in a tripod out in my back garden with the neighbours saying how are you there's nothing glamorous so when you look at this you think right this was the, there was a team of people in here no. there was a makeup artist there was a hairstylist there was a photographer there was somebody on lighting no and it's you sitting at a wooden table with an old singer on it um, that's a vintage singer is it yeah 1940, I think. 1940s, you're in a beautiful white dress. And then there's some um, old dishes hanging up on the wall behind you there. <laughs> what are they? China? Yeah. Good old Royal Albert. Royal yeah, Albert? You, you would think... Are they in your bedroom? You I have a teacup cabinet now. Uh, in your bedroom? Yeah. But if you've, you haven't seen my bedroom, just for the record, anyone <laughs> I haven't been brought upstairs. <laughs> um, I have a huge bedroom, so there's a living area in it. So I have like a lounge area in my in my bedroom. Then I have a bed, and then I have like a dressing area, and then I have the bathroom. You have a cabinet with teacups in your bedroom. Yeah, I have another one behind me. I see well. this one here. Yeah, and I, there's teacups everywhere. The, the feckin' birds are eating out of teacups out in the backyard. Yeah, I love them. There's teacups everywhere, but like, why would you have a cabinet of teacups in your bedroom? You have to see my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to make the noise? <laughs> <laughs> Bring me, get, get the cheddar cheese <laughs> put a little slice on every Come stair on. <laughs> every stair going up into the bedroom <laughs> but uh, yeah no I have like a lounge area up there it's, it's a it's a good it is a big room you have your TV in this cabinet here on the left in the sitting room yeah the like obviously room. I'll open the doors to watch it but I don't really I don't watch much television like I would probably watch a bit of Netflix in the evening that's it okay and no TV in the bedroom either. Where did the 300,000 subscribers come from on YouTube? Did the social media come first or did the YouTube come first? They both grew. YouTube grew faster than kind of Instagram. And I think because Instagram is a picture and maybe a 10 second story. Whereas YouTube, I feel like you get to actually talk to people. So your videos are longer. Um, there's more in a video. You can explain things better. And I think that's where all of the kind of, that's why I think it maybe grew quicker. Um, whereas Instagram can be a bit superficial. It's like, look at my pretty door or look at this project that I did. And that's it. Whereas on YouTube, you can explain more about your project. And I think people get more, it's more personable or something. Well, it's like podcasts. People, it's like having a chat with someone. And I feel like that's what YouTube can be. You make things look very easy and you're very relatable. Okay. And yeah, it's very easy to watch your videos. Like, you'd, at no yeah. stage do you want to stop watching. And that's good. good yeah. Good for the watch time. <laughs> yeah, it's good for the watch time. And do you get any online trolls or anyone giving you abuse? Um, Not directly to me. Like, you might get the usual, oh, that's right. <laughs> All right, maybe. But do you get no anyone problem. saying, oh, you shouldn't be using 80 sandpaper, you should be using 100 sandpaper? Oh, Yeah. The, the critique and the, the judgment and the thing. Um, it's not actually too bad. You would expect it to be worse. Um, no offense to men, but men like to hijack your comment section and mansplain. And it's like, <laughs> no. It's, like, John on, would be give, saying... Give me an example of one there. John could be like, you know, why aren't you wearing gloves in the garden? You're going to get syphilis or something. And I'm like, John, that's not how you catch it. Do you know what I mean? You're going to get something from going barehanded in the garden. I said, no, that's come bear somewhere else to get you that way, John. But not from not wearing gloves in the garden. So it's unsolicited uh, advice. But generally, most people 
are grand. But I like the internet. I did notice kind of like tw- we've had a really rough time of it. Like as a just the world we've had like you know pandemics cost of livings wars so much has happened in the last like three years no wonder kind of people are cranky but I think most people kind of click on to a video because they want a little bit of escapism and yeah you might guess it's like I don't know what someone has watched before they've stumbled across my video so let's say Margaret leaves a scaldy spicy comment she may have watched something else before me that triggered her or maybe me just being chirpy triggered her so I've no control over that I can just show up as me and that's it if I've no control over how someone reacts to me and I think the big thing is people only people look at you and you're giving them an eight of your life yeah. and they're not thinking about the other seven eights and yeah. they think well she's living her best life yeah and oh sure that paint company are paying her to paint the press yeah. but like you have the same bills and overheads and, str- <laughs> like, and struggles can we just talk about how expensive it is to be single for yeah. a minute oh yeah thank you i hear the government oh let's help the families and it's like yeah but what about the single people yeah single people don't have anyone to share the gas top up with like it's expensive to be single and i don't hear people talking about it yeah okay like it's like oh great here's the grant for the family here's a bit off your gas whatever and i'm like yeah <laughs> single people supplement maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like actually they did have a single person supplement but it was like over 65 we'd have to call for it to be a disability now at this stage yeah well the way people keep sending us dms asking <laughs> what's wrong with us she would think it was <laughs> why are you single i so, just don't understand b or b homes make your dream home a reality we do it all from start to finish your one-stop shop to becoming a homeowner log on to brbhomes.ie can you see your your demographics on youtube can you see where they're tuning in from yeah and actually what was really cool was when my book came out we shipped more overseas than we did in ireland so there's like books and shops in ireland but um there is someone messaged me during the week on your book is in my library in australia wow yeah and we had somebody message the publisher in like papua new guinea or something and they were like oh amazon won't ship here uh will you how can i buy one and i was like that's insane and uh, we sent like a lot of copies over to america and canada the um distributor over there and a lot of books went outside of ireland which is crazy yeah so yeah youtube is global so like there is a large uh canada usa um then uk as well ireland australia run in random places um but yeah it, it is it's more kind of global whereas instagram is like ireland uk describe the book to me in 60 seconds uh, <laughs> don't put me under pressure go on um if you want to do projects in your house and transform things in your home on a budget uh i have 50 projects to hopefully inspire you to flex your creative muscle and i do have some stuff on like furniture upcycling i have a section on the garden as well and i have small afternoon crafts if you want to do a bit of candle making things like that wow and uh bit of sewing i have a sewing section as well yeah brilliant and it's called dainty dress diaries and where is it available 
nationwide. I've always wanted to say that. It's available nationwide. <laughs> nationwide. Every it's available in every good bookstore. In all good bookstores. But uh Bookstation has signed copies left. And there is a good couple of signed copies knocking about in Easons as well. And out west, you should get some. I went into that cute bookshop, uh what's the one in Galway? Charlie Charlie Browns, is it or Charlie Charlie, Burn? Charlie Burns? Charlie Burn. I've never read a book in my life. I don't know. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to that cute bookshop. So yeah, there's a should be. I was fine. in it once actually, and it's an absolutely class bookshop. Yeah, there's one in town that's it's like, like that as well. It's, it's like, like something out of a words. Harry Potter movie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's just he <clears throat> had a table and the base of it was just a load of books. Yeah. With wood on top. We're gonna to have to find the name of it now, the proper name of it because Is it Charlie Burns? Charlie Burns bookshop. But Charlie does... Burn I feel like is a radio presenter, or am I thinking of Charlie Bird? I'm going to Google Charlie Bookshop. Galway. Charlie Burns Bookshop. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's and available Kenny's. on the Corn Store Middle Street, Galway. So there, I think we've we've given it justice now. Yeah. Will you come to Mayo and do a book signing? I'll come to, I, do you know what? I, people see book signings. Like, I did a book signing in town. Easton's on O'Collins Street and you think, oh, Jesus, that's glam and everything. Um, now, thank God people showed up because I was like, no one's going to show up to this. We've got a cool little bit of bookshop now. I don't know if you, are you tied into Easton's? No, no, no. Because we've got a cool little bookshop in Castle Bar called the Castle Bookstore. Oh, okay. And it's newly renovated and it's in a really old building, one of the first buildings on Main Street. Oh, and cool. they had to keep the front of it. Yeah. And it's all the protected. it's all the original front and then they've got a tiny, tiny little coffee shop upstairs. Oh, cute. But it's class. So yeah. I'm going to have to get you down there. I'll come. If people want me to come, I'll come. All right, well, DM, <laughs> DM us and let us know. Would you like Catherine to come to Mayo to do a book signing in yeah. Castle Bar? And I I'll, will do that. I'll come. I'll be your number one fan. Number one fan. Yeah, I know her. I know her. I was in her back garden. <laughs> I saw her hedgehog house. <laughs> <laughs> not many men can say they have. That's not code for anything, by the way. She has. I do have a hedgehog yeah. house. <laughs> And I have a hole for the hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> the hole is in the gate for the hedgehog. Right, so there's a little semicircular hole in the gate and it says mm-hmm. hedgehogs welcome here. There's a uh, reel on how I did it online just in case anyone thinks that's code for me saying something rude. And then the hedgehogs come in the side of the house to go down the garden and then you have two hedgehog houses at the bottom of the garden. Yeah, gaffs. Let's 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 virtually walk around the garden as well. You've got loads of bug hotels. There's yeah. a little bee. You know what? I just wanted to have like you ever watched that movie? Is a secret garden or something? Or it was some movie and they walk through a gate and it's just full to the brim of like flowers and it's not like Dublin. Like you said earlier, like you could be anywhere yeah. in the back with like all the trees and flowers and stuff. And like that's like anything could be happening in the world and I can just walk out the back and be like, Grant. I honestly didn't think you could experience a back garden like that this close to Blanchardstown Shopping Centre. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you know what I'm going to do actually? I'm going to go out and record some audio. Yeah. And I'm going to play it right now. <laughs> right here on the podcast. Do you want me to do the for the Robin? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. We could make like an hour long YouTube with bird sounds. Yeah. ASMR of you cutting up the cheese. But I think 
a lot of... You've probably killed four starlings out there with a block of cheddar cheese. With cholesterol? Yeah. A little bit wouldn't harm them. You'll definitely get somebody much. mansplaining telling you not to be feeding them cheese. Once it's not soft, it has to be hard. You have 100,000 followers on Instagram. 300,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is a big deal. It's a big deal. Do you think? Oh, it's huge. It's hard to get people to hit that subscribe button. Smash it. Smash the subscribe button. thumbs up. And give me a thumbs up and give me a comment. Yeah. They all help the algorithm, do they? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, any kind of engagement. Uh, So you're a full-time YouTuber. I am now. But I was, it's not as glamorous as what you think. And it's not, it's nothing what I thought. So with YouTube and social media, you obviously see the top 5% who get loads of money. So like, I don't know, James Charles, fucking... Mr. Beast. All of them people. Multi, 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 multi-millionaire. And you're, they're like, oh, they get a million, like, you know, for this. So when you say, oh, I make videos on YouTube, people automatically assume that you're also making a million a month, well, which I, you're absolutely not. I'm like. not going to ask you how much you're making because none of my business, but I was talking to uh, a man last Saturday. Mm-hmm who has a craft YouTube channel. Yeah. He spends all day, every day, from the minute he gets up until the minute he goes to bed, making things and fidgeting and gadgets. He has 400,000 subscribers. He works seven days a week and he makes somewhere between two and two and a half grand a month. Okay. On his channel. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not asking your business, but I'm just saying... People looking in. People think the effort doesn't outweigh what you get back. They, they, they look at Mr. Beast and then they say, oh, it's your man Danny down the road there has a YouTube channel. Yeah. He's a millionaire. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of have to have multiple streams of income. And also, uh, it's, it's I became self-employed in a time where it wasn't great. Kind of January 2021, I was made redundant mm-hmm. and I... Had a little bit of income coming in on the side. So the, the LPOP was out the door because I was getting a little bit of income. Granted, it wasn't a lot. And I was like, shit, I now need to work because I don't have anyone to fall back on. Like, I don't have a husband, a boyfriend. Granted, okay, I could rent All right, we know you're single. Year, so. Okay, go on. <laughs> Stop going on about and, it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> And uh, I was like, shit, I need to make this work. I need to make this happen. It's either sink or swim. I sound like Eminem there, making it sound really dramatic. Um, But I was like, you have to make this work or you just go get a job and then you like turn your back on it and say, fuck it. So um, I did, I stuck with it. 2021, 22, it's now 2023. And um, I just kind of, I like once a year we'll go to the accountant and do my end of year. And I'm like, how am I? Am I, is this viable? Am I, and he's like, yeah, you're okay. You've made money. You pay your tax bill. Like your bills are paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there is assumptions around, even like the social media stuff. People think if, uh, I think it was Kris Jenner who said this, quoting the Kardashians, but she says, you can be popular and you can be poor. It's the people who, it's, you know, I know people think it's icky because you have to do ads and you have to do whatever. But it's either that or I don't do it at all. When I do an ad, it's paying for me. It's paying for the free content that I upload that people enjoy. Um, it's paying for the free YouTube videos. So there, I think there is an assumption because you do see, you know, the other Irish uh, Instagrammers and they have a Chanel handbag and they're going on a Bali trip and they have a first class. See, I think a lot of it is bullshit, if I'm being totally honest, because... Um, I work with companies, I see what kind of money you can get. And it's not what people think. 
it's not granted if you have a million subs i'd say there is pe- there is absolutely people out there making serious money but i think there's a lot of fucking fakers as well is uh, the i suppose influence and stuff doesn't really kind of appeal to me i just like making videos getting creative and i work for myself so sometimes i'll take a two-hour lunch break but like that poor fella in his craft videos i'm up till 10 11 edin- editing a video mm. and i don't share that side because i think i think sometimes you have to prove to people that you're you're working or something you're unbelievable that you can you can go first of all and you can make the stool then you can film yeah. yourself making the stool then you can take a photo of the stool and then you can edit the video of yourself making the stool yeah. and upload it to youtube it would be easier to just have a job <laughs> It like absolutely would. <laughs> You're fully self-sufficient, though. But it, yeah, I the don't amount have of skills them. you have is incredible. What's that film where he's like, I have an um, amount of skills. Is it Liam Neeson and Taken? I where have a set, of, a particular set of skills. Yeah, that makes me a very. That's me. May, what does he say? It makes me it's a very dangerous man. Insert, a dangerous woman. Insert clip from film here. Yeah. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. That's you. That's me. You're, you're <laughs> a female Liam Neeson. Yeah, so and anyone, I will find you. If anyone, if anyone kidnapped your hedgehog, that'd be you. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I send the boys around that were robbing yeah. your tires. So let's talk about this fella. He, he actually has two million, uh, over two million followers on TikTok. 400,000 on YouTube. He's working morning, noon, and night, and he's making 30 grand a year. Oh, really? He would yeah. make more any in any other business or company. People, and also, everyone wants to go viral nowadays, and I'm like, lads, it's not worth the hassle. Honest to God, like, I, I sometimes say, like, more followers, more problems. Like, because I, I just don't think people fully understand online and having loads of followers and going viral and the mental impact of that as well of constant messages and you know it, 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 there has to be like a balance and boundaries yeah i really fear for for kids growing up now oh i do too we had I no really do. i don't know if you had a phone i didn't have a phone in school i got a phone I got a Siemens phone for my confirmation, but it was text. You had 150 text characters or whatever. Can you remember, was it a Siemens C85? Something like that. It was little. Yeah. And it had a little antenna. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> And yeah. then I remember, I think I was working at the time. It was 200 pound, the pink Motorola flip phone. Do you remember? That's when you had notions all together. That was, I had to wait until it got cheaper to buy it. Like That was like buying the new iPhone 14. Yeah. yeah. And it was like 200. And so you ended up buying that off the buy and sell. I'd yeah, say. that was, I got a, d- a dodgy one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> your man, it come around saying out to the door. Like, Demo was like, you want to buy a Motorola? <laughs> and what, yeah, the flip phone. If you had a flip phone and you could hang charms off the antenna thing, there was oh. a charm thing. But do you often wonder, like, our age bracket, we know two worlds and we're kind of lucky because we know a world where you had to make cardboard dollhouses. There was no phones. You knocked on the door for your mate. I didn't have a telephone growing up. Um, So you had to walk to your friend's house. You'd have to knock. Are you coming out to play? No. All right. Walk home. Grand. Get sweets in the shop. And like there's and then as well like as a teenager even like the facebook days do you remember going on a night out with a actual digital camera because your phone didn't have a camera yeah yeah and i love photography and i would upload a facebook album 
on a Sunday morning absolutely hanging and I was like I don't know 19 20 and thank god those images are like not to be found anywhere oh it was such a good time though but they were innocent times and they were like not even innocent like but you never feared getting cancelled the next day or doing something stupid because humans do stupid things end off do you know what I hated right first of all you would go out with a camera that you couldn't see the photos oh like a yeah so you went out and you took the photo and you didn't know until you got them developed if they were going to be good or bad yeah and then digital cameras came along and then you'd take a photo and then people would be like show me oh yeah show me and that's when I stopped bringing out the digital camera because you were all like going no I don't like that one no I don't like that one and the crack you were getting from getting the film developed I remember going to a Westlife concert and I had disposable things and I was dying to get me photos uh, from like, you had to go to the chemist to leave in. We need to try and bring that back. We should revive those disposable cameras. I have an Instax, but it's not the same. But I do think we've gone kind of, like my niece wouldn't know that. Like she would know them days where... I saw a child once getting a magazine and they started flicking the... Yeah, the flicking the page my niece did with that her to finger. my laptop screen. She was trying to make the laptop move. With her finger. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, girl, that's not touch screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Yeah, yeah. I wonder as well when we, hopefully, if we're lucky, make it to, let's say, 80. What do you think will the world be like? Because so much has happened so quickly Yeah. in our lifetime. So what will the world look like when we're 80? Can I be honest with you? I spend more nights awake worrying about the world. Do you? Yeah, that I don't even want to talk about it. Because if you yeah, you, you go yeah. online for half an hour before bed, you watch the news. Oh, the American banks are crashing. The yeah. world is gone. And then you go. But do you think though, so from, a, from my perspective, so I have a website as well where I have like some projects and, you know, um, I remember listening to, not a podcast, but it was an audio book and it was about attention spans and fragmented attention. And he was saying that um, if you have a negative word in your title for a YouTube video or uh, an article online, you will get X amount more clicks. So like, disaster. you see like Daily yeah. Mail and it'd be a simple story and be like, disastrous, blah, blah, blah. Um, man saves people from tumble dryer, yeah. you know. <laughs> And you'll read it. It's like, that's just, why are you getting on a horn for it? Why are you getting on a horn? And I think um, all these media companies had us by the balls in 2020 with the pandemic. Like I would, I'd be on that uh, nuked fucking waiting to see how many cases were on. And they had us by the balls. And I think they saw all the revenue that flooded in from us being fearful. And they're just trying to keep it. I do think shit things happen in the world. They do. But if, if we all dwelled on it, yeah. It be sad. But I, do you know what I think? I think AI is going to be a huge issue for us going forward. It's going to be scary. Now, I think AI will be good to us. But if you think about it, right, I can shout and say, hey, Google, blah, blah, blah. Like when we were kids, that would never have crossed their mind. No. That you would have, someone shared something, was it you? Or, and it was like a Tesla that orders parts for you. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> imagine checking your bike again. Like a Tesla order. No. Yeah. yeah, no. yeah. A Tesla orders parts. Imagine checking your bank account and you've no. ordered a set of tires. I'd die. My car is uh, 
16 years old they think she's scrap but she's great do you ever talk about your car online does anyone know what kind of car you have Uh, no i just i just have a beetle but she's class well like classic as i was driving up i was thinking i was thinking if there's any type (laughs) of car this lady has it has to be a beetle yeah possibly a mini the lid comes off the lid comes off and it's so sometimes i could do having a van or just something bigger because like I'd be bringing home strips of wood or I'd have a tree hanging out the back or a huge pot but you can take the lid off and lift whatever you need in and then like I've often drove home on the M50 and I'd have like be strapping wood in to keep it from from going but yeah the it's a soft top it it falls back falls back into it yeah so you go to the garden centre you fall back the lid and have an old beech tree hanging out coming home flying down the within speed limit uh down the m50 or an old flat pack chest of drawers yeah an ikea thing um (laughs) (laughs) you can tell i've done this i'm just thinking a mr bean comes to mind yeah oh you have a four poster bed sticking out the back of it i once bought a beetle an upcycled well i bought it upcycle was years ago it was a telephone seat you know, like there's like a little chair and then one side is like a little drawer and you sit in it. Telephone seat. Not a lot of young people would know what telephone seat was. And uh, yeah, I took the roof down and I sat it in the back and like drove. It was only about 10 minutes down the road, but still. I was like, oh, if the guards catch me, you know, drawing attention to yourself. Wow. But, uh, do you have a little vase, a little flower holder? I do and I have, it's not the original, but I do have a sunflower in it. It's not the original one. That came with, when I got that beetle, it was missing the daisy. And I asked for money off because it was missing the daisy. Where does the daisy go? Someone robbed it, I think. What do you mean the daisy? So the daisy is unique to, so you know a Volkswagen beetle, there's a vase and a daisy or a sunflower. That's like unique to that car. Like that's married to the car. And someone had taken the original daisy. Oh. So I had to get a new daisy for it. I just thought it was a vase holder. You you put your own daisy into. No, you put like your Volkswagen. There's Volkswagen daisies. Yeah. Do they sell them? They actually do because my brother is a mechanic and he said, you know, that's actually a part that you can like order from Volkswagen is a daisy for your beetle. Right. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny story about why I was late? <laughs> Please do. No, I wasn't too late. I'm, I'm usually much worse. So was I 10 or 15 he minutes was, late? Uh, 10 minutes late. 10 minutes late. Now, okay. That's not too bad. That's fine. I consider that quite good. So you said you would get the donuts. Yes, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme donuts. And I w- I've only had, I only had my first one about three weeks ago in Galway. Really? Yeah, had the, the normal one. It was nice. And then I had a lovely chocolate one here this morning. So thank you. So I said, right, well, I'm not going to get sweet things and bring them over. So I said, I know she likes flowers. She'll probably be sick of flowers, but I'm going to get them anyway as a token thing. So I put into Google, I was researching this morning flower shops near where, near Dainty, Dainty's house. And it came up flowers by Ali. Okay. And I got lost. Okay. And then I went, oh, I don't know, miles over there into another estate where they were taking the wheels off cars. <laughs> and um, I eventually found flowers by Ali and it's closed down. <laughs> Google, I hate when they don't update. And yeah, but it says on Google that, that she's open, in-store shopping, closes at six o'clock. Where is, I'm going to have to Google where Flowers by Ali is. Oh, opened at 10, so maybe she wasn't open. <laughs> so Alan arrived with some flowers and my first instinct was, I said, Alan, did you rob them? Yeah, you said, did you rob them? Did you rob them? Because I had to go into a spar. <laughs> 
he's after bringing me garage flowers. I am. And I was like, <laughs> I spent all morning looking for a florist to get a lovely, fancy uh, bunch of flowers. And this Flowers by Ali is in the back of... Um, it's like a an, an Asian restaurant or something on, on, in Clancilla Village. And I was like, what? I don't even know where that is. And there's a huge, there's a huge gate. And I was like, I'm not even sure if this oh, is Oh, were you up there? Was there a builder provider? I was above in Clancilla. Oh, was there, there. a yellow wall? A super yeah, there was a yellow wall. Yeah, there's a builder in there. There like was Joe's Barber's. You know where Joe's Barber's is? No, I don't. Just beside Joe's Barber's. That's where Ali does the flowers. <laughs> But she has only one review on um, she has only one review on Google, so I don't know if she's at it full time or if she's taking it serious. But anyway, but so I had to go in next door to a spar and buy a shitty little. Um, you brought uh, garage flowers to the botanic gardens of Blanchard's. I did because I didn't want to come empty-handed, so I'm <laughs> I'm really disappointed at myself. You could have just robbed a bunch from like Tommy's garden. Do you want to know how much those flowers were? I'm going to guess. I shouldn't tell you. A tenner. A tenner, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 18 euros. Oh my God, you got robbed. I nearly shit my pants. No. I, ne- I nearly said keep them. She looked at you and put the price up. She looked at this fella and goes, he's a culshi. Yeah. He has already tried flowers by Amy. <laughs> she pocketed eight. <laughs> and uh, she was like, I'll ramp this up. Now she pocketed eight. I'm telling you that now. She's going to have a point on you later. They're all laughing about me now, aren't they? Yeah, you are done. Saw you coming. I drink the guards. You are robbed. They're laughing their holes off in that spar <laughs> at me, aren't they? <laughs> robbed. I'd, I'd put a report in on the way home. So I'm sorry <laughs> that I, um, that's what I came with and I'll, I'll do better next time. I'll, that's I'll, okay. <laughs> but I genuinely did try to find a florist in this area uh, on the way. And that, that's that, hilarious. That's my, that's my story. You got robbed. Sorry. I got robbed. You didn't rob the flowers, they robbed yeah. you. What's the plan for the future? Are you doing another book? Uh, I would like to, but like I said about books earlier, Jesus, like I'm really good at, Doing things, photographing things, filming things. But see, when it comes to sitting and writing and explaining how to do things, it's much. I find it much easier for me to show you how to do something. So when you have to sit and write about how to do something, my brain really kind of, not struggles with it, well, it does struggle with it. Um, so books are some, and also another thing about books, people think, ah, you release a book, you must be rich (laughs) unless you're writing harry potter books there's not much in books like i would actually make more money um from a month on youtube than i would from like a book advance or book sales like there's nothing in books um i suppose like you do them because it's all your work in this one little thing and again i like the idea of a book because it's offline i find like if you go look at a youtube video or maybe you look on line to pinterest for something you find yourself scrolling down a rabbit hole. There's so many distractions. Whereas there's a lot to be said for a good book that you can just like, right, there you go. There's a project. I'm going to sit with this. My phone is away and I have no distractions. There's no pop-up ads on a book. Yeah. Um, and it's another way I, of, I think, connecting with your audience. But like you, you could have like a huge amount of followers, but I think you'll always have that core group of followers that really support you. And they're the ones who will listen to a whole podcast or watch a YouTube video till the end and buy your book. And it's kind of like another way of, I suppose, connecting with them, I think. Yeah. 
Um, this yoke here, this big unit. Yeah, that's upstairs. What is that? That is an old writing desk. An old writing desk? Yeah. I currently have my knickers in it now. Storage. It has an oriental kind of look to it. Yeah. So what did you do with that? You, you sanded it down and put flowers on it. That actually broke my heart, that project, because it's like veneer. Another thing with the internet is people go mad when they see a paint in wood. <laughs> and I'm like, a lot of time, like, it's like, oh, here, the wood brigade. Girl. And then it's like, I just think I will stain some stuff. Like my little stool outside, I'm going to stain that because it's lovely wood. Some wood is shit. And there's a lot of like MDF and particle board and fucking a lot of veneer. It's not even real wood. It's just like a layer of it's wood. It's just a layer. And you'll MDF. have someone being like, why are you painting that? I'm like, because it's fucking MDF, like pretty mm. much. And like, no, that's Rossmore, that's da da da. And I'm like, it's chipboard, stop annoying me. Like, I'll do what I want. <laughs> um, so yeah, that broke my heart because that's fake wood. And I sanded it back uh, too much. So I had to paint the the reason why there's some white trim was to hide some damage on it but she, she looks good in the end and that is where you learn and I think we're afraid to make mistakes because we look on you know online and we see really pretty things perfect start to finish and we're not we're afraid it's not like we it's very easy to compare your middle to someone's end even in my woodwork class uh my teacher was doing the dovetails and I was trying to do mine and I'm like how are you comparing yourself to a man who has 30 years carpentry experience and is teaching a class and you're comparing your dovetail to his you've done two classes (laughs) like stop and I think it's really um that happens a lot I think on the internet it's very easy for someone to kind of Maybe look at my page who has just bought a house and is like, oh, I'm never going to, you know, have like that. But what they don't see is all of the years and time and mistakes um, that are made that go into things. Making mistakes, I hate doing them, but you'll always learn. Do you, and that's how you learn. Do you get a lot of brand offers? Not really. I have had a good run of it actually the past month, but I'm very picky with brands and I know every influencer says I'm very selective with who I work with, but I actually am. And uh, I turn down an awful lot and I try to, and you know what, I try to work with brands that are sound as well, um, that they're like... That they allow you to be yourself. Yeah, and uh, thankfully anyone who I've worked with where they're like, oh, will you say this? I'm like, no. I won't um so thankfully it's like they like they come to me because they like the content that I've already done and they want some of that anyone who's kind of I don't they they give me the ick I won't work with them Mm. I'll walk away from money no problem because peace is more priceless uh than having money I'm working with it's a company that's difficult and there are a lot of companies out there who treat you like a commodity or something and they think it can be quite I compare some brands to toxic boyfriends so if some brands might um reach out to you and then you what you like they'll ghost you so like you'll say oh here's the price for this or I'm willing to do this for that kind of like texting a guy well obviously not as official and then they'll just ghost you and then pop up six months later and be like oh hey actually would you do that for us now and it's like no because you're just yeah I've got an extra hundred thousand followers since then but yeah you also ignored it's me like for six months we need to renegotiate the terms and the communication is very poor yeah do you have a pair of schnickers no, but I have over. I have a pair of Dickies, which are like 
work with you. It's very you can't get really get sneakers for girls that are cute. But I have a pink pair of dungarees. They're dickies. They're workwear too. And they loads of pockets in them. They've like an abundance of pockets. Isn't it amazing how um, horny women get for Snickers oh pants? My. Oh my god! <laughs> so Snickers, do you know what? I think it's like. Can I tell a single women of Ireland a little secret? Yeah. Go to any deli counter at half ten because that's when they get their morning break. So <laughs> if you <laughs> if you want. If I time my coffee, so so, especially. Hang on, now, <laughs> hang on. Um, welcome to this week's episode where we give you top tips for perving on men. <laughs> Creeping. In workwear. Yeah. Go to a spar, an apple green, wherever it is that you're kind of near. If there's a lot of vans in the um, <laughs> car park, you're in the right place. So you just need to go in, but make sure you're in the middle of the queue. Don't wait for them to kind of, you know, don't be at the end of the queue. Be in the middle of that. You got one in front of you and one behind you. And they'll be ordering like sausage rolls and whatever. So you get whatever you need. And um, that is a little tip half 10 sometimes it can be 10 but for anyone who's like in dublin see the industrial estates um like that Ballycoolan one full of like tradespeople and all that factories that's where they do be at and what and you just get a kick out of being surrounded by men just, in snickers pants if you have if that's your kink there's a way of fulfilling it on the free if you want to have a look at boys and Snickers. I also and have what do you thing. do then? You just come home and you just go, that was lovely. Just satisfied. Just get a coffee and that was grand. Um, wow. Another thing women have a I kink I think if for, men did that, we'd be arrested. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm wrong. I'm just getting a chicken roll at half ten with all the boys and Snickers. Right. Another thing women get go absolutely mad for, and I get it now, boys in cotton bombs. So like grey oh, sweatpants. Yeah, the grey sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand that as well. I'm like, okay, it's the the cleavage. It's the what? Downstairs cleavage. You can see a bulge. You can see, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which you wouldn't get that with a Snickers. But. Wow. Yeah. So girls like Snickers. <laughs> I don't know why girls like Snickers. I think it's because it's a man doing something manly. And then and then the grey joggers is a man doing something. Jogging. <laughs> right. yeah. it's, no, the grey sweatpants thing I think is uh, you can see what's there. Yeah, I think that's why. Wow, I'm absolutely blown away. So you see a man in grey joggers and you instantly look down at, his mickey. At, at his mickey. Yeah. And, and I would try not to. I'd try look him in the eye and my peripheral vision will be... So I'd look him in the eye, but I can see. Does uh, that make sense? Oh, uh, you're Mickey. <laughs> so it's like, it's like I can tell if a boy's looking at your boobs, he's looking at your eyes, but I know his peripheral vision... <laughs> I have a hoodie on. His peripheral vision can see your boobs. You can tell if a boy is. I can tell. So, yeah. Do boys have any kinks for women? Probably. Like, yeah, what's sure. the Snickers equivalent for, um, for females? I know lads that are mad into like jogging pants. Like a yoga bottom? Yeah, like yeah, absolutely go bananas for it. Yeah. Like they'd nearly want her to wear it on a Saturday night. I, one of I'm my, not one of them now. <laughs> no, but I know. I know one of my friends are, said that anytime <gasps> she wore. I have one. So anytime she wore those leather leggings. 
Happy days. She was like, her husband, she wouldn't make it out at all. He was like, oh, the leather leggings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they'd be up there for me, definitely. And also, um, do you ever hear of Freddie's jeans? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're the ones that have like contouring on the bum. They give you an arse. Mm. If you've no arse at all. Yeah. They, I've never tried them. They give everyone an arse. I'd nearly yeah. wear a pair of them myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and you don't really see them as often. There was a trend of Freddie's jeans. Now, Freddie's leather pants do it for you i'm dead i'm on the dead. floor i'm on the floor i if if there was somewhere now if there was a deli counter <laughs> where i knew there was going to be women with freddie's leather pants on at half 10 in the morning unfortunately there's I'd i be, don't know where you can find that i do you know what i really anyone who's listening um please let us know if you go at the around about that time and you find boys and snickers i really want to know and where will I find a female equivalent? Slide into Alan's DMs. Of leather Freddy pants. Where would you find that? Where would I find that? You Isn't won't find it that, bad your, that. You won't find that during the day. People turn a blind eye to me creeping on boys and snickers, but if you do it, you're a pervert. I'm a total pervert. Like, yeah. there's double standards. Yeah, you're allowed to follow men around. You're allowed to follow dri- them around the deli. You're allowed to drive through car parks looking for white vans. <laughs> And then you park up at the white vans and walk into delis to buy sausage rolls that you don't want just to get a little bit horny beside men with Snickers. Yeah, and if a man did that. And is there any is there any other features like do you like them? Do you like biceps? What what else are you looking for? Um Do you like their hair a particular way? Do you like them to no. smell like like a can of WD forty? A bit of links off them. A bit of links. Bang a link. You don't want them smelling like sawdust. Oh, I don't mind a bit, like an old chippy. You wouldn't yeah. mind rolling around in the don't, sawdust? Don't mind that, like. No. I'm trying to think where else. i seen this thing kind of going around on Instagram. <laughs> and it was like, oh, if you're, uh, give up the dating apps and go to the DIY store and look confused. And that kind of, I was like, no, because chaps in the DIY shop, they're not the ones you want. Like, Oh, they're know-it-alls. They're, yeah, ner- they're nerds. Like, they're wanna- or they're not they're wannabes. DIYers. They're wannabes. So I was like, no, that's my thing. If you want to have a cre- if you want to find your flat with the Snickers, go to the garage. Ha- Between ten and half ten, I believe they take their morning break. Right, and come here. How's that working out for you? I'm still single, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been arrested. Maybe, maybe you need to just stop being creepy. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the men of Dublin know you're a creep. So on St Patrick's Day. I was in town with my friend and then we met up with some other friends. It was a gang of us. And I kissed a fella for the first time this year. And I looked back on reflection. I was like, it was St. Patrick's Day in town. It was mad. It was wild. And uh, I was like, how did that even happen? Because I don't even know if I like said hello to him or something. You just randomly shifted some fella? At the bar at four o'clock in the afternoon of a St. Patrick's Day. And sure, you weren't even allowed by drink at that time of the day? No, they opened up a tree. No, oh. the pubs were open. It was oh, the see. off license. Right. Yeah. Um, so you got a sneaky shift at yeah. the bar. And I was like. At four o'clock in the day. I think my words were, gives away. I think. Because I was like, how did that escalate like that? Because that wouldn't happen now on normal times. I think it was just St. Patrick's Day. Gives a word. Gives a Yeah. What the? Gives a If you said that to me, I would say, take on my money. I've not. <laughs> are, are you robbing me? <laughs> What, what's happening here? Am I being mugged? Giz aware. Giz aware. Yumfla. Giz aware. Yeah. W- where means a shift. 
Yeah. Would you say shift? I wouldn't say shift. Well, no woman would has ever said to me, give us a shift. Ever. So the f- <laughs> Ever. As teenagers, we'd say a common thing in Dublin was like, will you meet me, me? Yeah, will you? Oh, no, we would say, will you shift my friend? Will <laughs> you shift my friend? Yeah. Sounds very posh. That's what we would have said. <laughs> will you meet me, me? Will you shift my friend? That sounds posh. It does sound posh, yeah. No. So anyway, this booking on uh, St. Patrick's Day, where did he where, where, where did he end up? Did you get his digits? I think he was a Brit. Oh. That's scandalous, isn't it? Um, Disgust. He dis- wasn't. I don't think he was Irish. You disgust me. So I... Stick to your own, Catherine. I know. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at it. Like, messaging boys as well. Like, see all that? Oh, hi, how are you? I'm grand. Leave me alone. Like, it, like all this text tennis back and forth kind of with guys. I don't have the... That's why I am single. I don't tell boys what I do. I just say, what is it I say? One guy I told him I was an accountant. Because <laughs> 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 I saw this thing and it was like, uh, I think it was on TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I wait for things to become popular on Instagram and they're from TikTok. And it was like, I'm an accountant. And she was like, uh, it was a song and uh, she was like a stripper. And she's like, when people ask me what I do, I say, I'm an accountant. No one asks you what you do when you're an accountant. So then I was like, oh my God, I'll just tell people I'm, a, I'm an accountant. Um, are, you, are you a stripper? No. <laughs> no only fans here. And uh, then I, I told someone when I was drunk once that I make videos on the internet. That didn't go down well. Because he thought they were dirty videos. No. I was like, oh, I make videos on the internet. No. That didn't go well. And then... No, whenever I just tell people, sometimes I'll tell people like, oh, I'm a photographer. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I am, but I'm not. You know, the, the videos on the internet thing, that's another, that's probably for another day. I could do, I could talk to you all day long and yeah. I think we could have a weekly podcast. Yeah. That would be epic crack. Um, <laughs> but I, I was talking to a fella this week who's doing a podcast with a, a girl who does videos on the internet and her worst month. Nudies? Her worst month was 23,000. Wow. Her, so her. today is World Naked Gardening Day and I did suggest it to Alan. <laughs> but no. I was thinking like No. I wonder like could you? Like is there a market for like naked niche? Cause like getting your titties out, right? Everyone does it. I imagine they kinda all look the same eventually. Can but we like, just clear this up? Like content. Catherine just asked me to take my titties out in the back garden <laughs> and hold up a bag of spuds. Over his bits. The foliage of the spuds would cover his bits. Hmm. You see, I'm very self-conscious. I don't think I could. The neighbours can't see in. Yeah. I won't look. And what will we do with the photo? You have to put it on Instagram so everyone else can have a little look. Oh, I'm putting it on my page. World, like, yeah, because it's World Naked Gardening Day. I'll do it if you put it on your page. You couldn't naked garden. And you say. Yeah, World Naked Gardening Day. You, you say something like, I'm just after finding this weirdo. out. Just after finding this weirdo in my back garden. <laughs> His please, please share. <laughs> There's a lunatic on the loose in Northwest Dublin. Alan has his tender seedlings out in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> He's frostbit. There's a fella trying to pl- sow seeds, plant spuds. Planting spuds, sowing seeds. Um, now, where were we going with that? You were telling people what we You were doing. telling people it's World Naked Garden Day. Oh, yeah, because of niche nude content. Like, I don't think I... I think I'm past the point of getting my tits out on the internet for money. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's a market for it. I think 
just wholesome YouTube content is enough. Um, Did you ever hear cash pigs? Is that where someone sends you money and you insult them? Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Could you? <laughs> right. So if anyone wants to be a cash pig for Catherine. So they send me money and I say, that's not enough. You say, you're a piece of shit sending me 50 euros. I want, oh, I only deal with four figures. I only don't deal with thousands. 50. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be a pathetic little piece of shit sending me 50 euros. Fine. A thin dom. Yeah, Financial same thing. Dominant. Yeah, same thing. You absolutely drain them of all their money. And they're at home delighted with life. What is Some what fella is that at thing? home pulling the plums of himself with not a penny. Loving life. <laughs> the internet is such a weird place. I don't know. But yeah, hey, look, I'm down for it. The inter- so I'm her, here for it. Her worst one. But I watched a documentary on only fans or it was these girls it was actually an irish documentary and i think it was on like the virgin player or something like that and it was um irish people there was a guy on it and is this fella from dublin he was on the late late show has he is he like blondie-ish yeah or mostly and a big beard and he's always chopping wood yeah he's so dry that fella <laughs> but apparently I was like, shit, that's a really tough job. He used to constantly message everyone back. It yeah. was a like around the clock job. You would have to have people helping you and have multiple phones to kind of reply to everyone who's like paying he, you. He's money. carved out of stone. Like he's yeah. absolutely. But I think perfect. he actually has sex on his OnlyFans, I think. Because with his girlfriend? Yeah, doesn't he? I've no I idea. I think they said it in the I thing. just saw him being interviewed. He was on was it the late late show or something, and I just thought, oh my god, it's a good job you're beautiful because you're so dry my tits are starting to look a little bit national geographic now with age so i think what does that mean they look like tits you'd see in the home ec book or the biology book they're not ones that you'd pay for Like you could probably, you know, uh, girls uh, sometimes do like the pencil test. So we'll lift our DD and we'll stick a pencil in to test how droopy it is. No, I have never heard of the pencil. You've test. never heard. Okay, so so depending on the amount of pencils you can get in there, yeah, is how there was a really funny video on Instagram. I will find it because I think I saved it and I sent it to the girls in the group chat. And it was this woman and <laughs> she was literally lifting things with her boobs, um, and she lifted up a. Uh, like a clothes horse or something and I sent it to the girls and I was like she's a legend but yeah the pencil test right so we can get like the whole pencil case under there now this has been absolutely mind blown yeah what weird things do guys do that girls don't know about I don't uh, well I don't put a pencil I don't put a pencil anywhere no no okay I don't uh, I don't put a pencil under my testicle to see how droopy it is yeah um what what weird things do guys do that girls don't know about i don't know i honestly can't think of anything we trim trim the garden like to make you you trim the garden to make it look a bit bigger do you boys swing it around like a helicopter some boys have that luxury (laughs) i don't think i've ever been able to swing it around like a helicopter a a baby helicopter maybe (laughs) I've often I wondered like, if I had one for a day, what would I do with it? I'd swing it around. I've often wondered. <laughs> I've often wondered what I'd do with boobs for a day. Are you I'd, touching them all Oh, I'd be rubbing them all day long. <laughs> You'd be doing the pencil oh, test. Oh, I think I'd be rubbing them. I'd be, oh, look at them lovely boobies. And I'd be rubbing oil into them. And I'd be, oh, jeez, they're lovely boobies. 
No, I'd, if I had a Mickey for a day, I'd just swing it around like a helicopter, I'd say. All day. You go around the house doing the helicopter all day long. Swinging it. But you'd pull a muscle. Sometimes if I have a dressing gown on and it has, you know, the rope, the the tie, I can swing it around. And do you pretend that's a Mickey? Yeah, well, you know. But that's what I would do if I had one for a day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a very insightful podcast. The wheels have come off. We've gone off time. <laughs> it's time now to say goodbye. <laughs> because God only knows what will come out next. But we have to do this more often. Yeah, we do. We definitely need to do this more often. Yeah. It's you did creative stuff. Like, didn't you do, like, video-y stuff? Yeah, so I did video production. So I I done music videos, corporate videos, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And now you're full-time. I'm going to I'm gonna try and... So I'm a podcaster now. And I'm going to try and be a YouTuber next. Mm -hmm. That's my next thing. What advice would you give me starting out on YouTube? Have a topic and be consistent. My topic is going to be travel related content. Storytelling and consistency. And always, I always talk to the viewer. Like that's my second person who I'm talking to. So if you have, you know, a vlog or whatever... Always make sure the person watching, you don't have to, just make them feel like they're included. So I always kind of ask, you know, for how they're getting on in their garden or whatever. And I talk to them. What percentage of your video would be a voiceover as opposed to you talking to the camera? Um, Depends on the project topic, but I would say 60, 40, 60 voiceover stuff, especially with DIY things because people want to see the thing. Um, and the same with the garden as well. And then there are people who will watch. So I often get people saying, like, if you just put up a video of you talking, I would watch it. So you have to have a balance between, you know, that viewer and then the viewer who just wants to see what you're doing. So um, I would say 60-40. So you have your nice B-roll and your pretty things. Um, because you're going to get people who stumble across your videos because they searched for you. So you're going to, someone might be like, oh, DIY wall paneling. And then they watch your video but then they see like you have like a personality you're not just like a how to panel a wall video and then you'll have your regular viewers who want the chats so a balance a both do you think i have what it takes to be a youtuber absolutely i think the reason why a lot of people give up is because youtube can be a slow burner and it's not like the other platforms like you can go viral on tiktok and you can go viral everywhere but going viral doesn't mean you're getting good like quality engagement and building relationships with people you can get a flood of people seeing your stuff and then they all disappear then overnight whereas when you consistently do something like the amount of regular viewers i would have who would have the chats every week checking in on a thursday and that's what you want you want a consistent community some people are like oh like that's so old school but youtube has been around it was one of the first big platforms and it has stayed consistent and it's also the only one who actually rewards its creators by paying them i've never gotten a cent off instagram i've never gotten a cent off facebook pinterest nothing the only way you get paid is you know by working with people and that YouTube is the only platform still to this day. Now, I know some Facebook things you can get Facebook Watch or whatever, but it, they're still the only one that actually rewards crea- creators 
and gives them an incentive to create and properly reward them because yeah. I know on TikTok if you get 2 million views you get I think you can get 60 euros or something mm. if you sign up for the TikTok creators which like 60 and if you had 2 million views on a long form video on YouTube 2 million you'd probably get like 10 grand for that video cash and when you say long form does that mean people wait for the middle ad and the end ad if anything more than 10 minutes well yeah anything more than 10 minutes Okay, right, I'm going to go and do it. Isn't there a lot to be said, though, when no one ever asks, everyone asks you, are you dating? Who are you seeing? Oh, I wish you would settle down with someone. But no one ever asks you, have you got good friends? Have you got, like, you know, good people um, and friendships? And in my single season, one thing that I really appreciate and pour into is having, like, your friendships. Yeah. And that day when we were going into town on St. Patrick's Day I was with my friend Adele she was also single and she's like you know what there's a lot to be said for having good genuine friends who right you might not have a fella you might not whatever but you've good friends that you can have like proper chats with not superficial shit and I was like that's not kind of we put this emphasis on finding the one but I don't think there is a one for you I think there's a many people for you not this particular look imagine I was like Alan is the one the fucking pressure you would feel to be everything to me that's like not fair to kind of put that all on someone I think if you have multiple kind of relationships friendships and stuff that's how you kind of fill yourself up I don't I think putting the pressure on to be someone's all and everything is too Disney and it's too much pressure and I think maybe that's where dating people's expectations might be too high maybe Hmm. Possibly. But yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd be your one. I think you'd scare the shit out of me. Good. I think I. <laughs> I think I'd be afraid of getting bed up in a chipper with you at two. No, I'd protect you. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody would pick on me, and you'd hammer the shit out of him, and I'd be like, "Yeah." Yeah, take that. You Do you have rough chippers in mail? I couldn't tell you the last time I was in a chipper at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, I was in Sligo a few weeks ago. It wasn't rough. No, I don't know where the food was coming from. That was rough. Oh, I seen that. Wasn't that rough? Oh, that was rough. Hey, were you ever in a chipper and you can't hear where the food's being cooked? And it just appears out of nowhere. It just comes out, comes out a hole. That's sketchy. Oh. I like to hear that. Um, yeah, no, we've, we, we do. We have had chippers in the past. Um, that have had nicknames. Better not name them now. Because you get in trouble. Get in trouble, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one was called uh, Blue Murder. <laughs> That's what I cause. That's what. That's what I cause in the chipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of those, one of those words was also the name of the oh, chipper. Okay. Um, <laughs> Abracastabra was another one. <laughs> we have one of them too in the village. <laughs> all right listen thanks a million for the chat it has been amazing thanks for having me and it's definitely going to be the first of many (laughs) hope if i can afford you all right thanks a million (laughs) bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award winning manufacturer of factory built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch for a viewing of our show homes, a brochure, or for more information. Let BRB Homes take the stress out of your build. Check out brbhomes.ie